welcome to Inside the Pages, presented by Cornerstone, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m., Wednesday Bible study, 7 p.m., and Saturdays at 11.30 p.m. You'll find us on 99.5 FM or KKLA.com. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. Certainly, we thank and praise God for each of you that are tuning in and, and those that are present, those that will be listening later. We thank God for your uh, joining in with us to exalt the Lord. At this time, we're going to go before the Lord in a word of prayer, and we're going to have our opening scripture, and then we're going to go into the word of God, and, and so we'll be back in, in just a moment uh, with more information. Bless you, Lord Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We thank you for your grace, Lord God, and how you have blessed us throughout this day. Lord God, you brought us here at this appointed time according to your will. You gave us strength. You woke us up this morning, gave us the activity of our limbs, Lord God. And so we're here to say thank you. Lord God, you have blessed us throughout this week. And Lord God, through, through the ministering of your word, Lord God, through the, the, the speakers that have been, that have presented themselves and to share the gospel with us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord. Lord, and we just want to bless your name, Savior, for all that you have done, Lord God. And we want, we're recognizing what you are going to do, Lord God. We walk with expectation, Lord Jesus, of, the, of your word fulfilling in our lives, Lord God, and helping us to live holy as you are holy. Lord God, you said without holiness, no man will be able to see you. Lord God, we want to see you. We want to stand in your presence in peace. Lord God, we want to hear your voice say, well done, good and faithful servant. Lord God, and so we ask that you would help us to keep our vows that we've made. Help us, Lord God, to be faithful over the few things that you've given us. Lord God, we thank you right now, Savior. Lord God, we bless your name, Savior, and ask that you would touch those that are tearing for the Holy Ghost, that you would fill them. Lord God, and, and those, Lord God, help us to, to remain focused for, the, uh, for your cause. Lord Jesus, not to just be an influence, Lord God, but to be a leader, Lord Jesus, and, and to lead uh, souls unto salvation. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless your Lord God. Good morning. Today's scripture reading will come from the fourth chapter of Philippians. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The, the Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplications. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through and the Bible says, and they continue daily with one, and they continue daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and adherence of the word. Amen. Truly, again, we thank God for what he has done and we thank God for what he is, what he is doing. I'm telling you, we have been in our leadership conference, Thursday morning seminar, Friday morning seminar, Thursday night, the, the preached word and on Friday night as well, the word has been preached. And so, uh, and so we've been fed well, 
we thank God for uh, for the moving of his spirit and the services. And, you know, and then this afternoon at 3.30, we will have a conclusion of our service, our leadership service, and as well as the ordination, um, which is part of our leadership service at the time elders are ordained, the deacons are ordained, you know, those that have been recommended and have um, shown themselves faithful unto the Lord. And so we just thank God for that. And if you're in the, the area, we want to invite you to come out and to join in with us as we uh, uh, con conclude this service, you know, and, and, and just magnify the Lord with us and help us to exalt his name together. Amen. And so we're going to go on. It's a it's a it's a full day. You know, we have multiple services that we're going into. And so solicit your prayers. And, you know, but before we go there, let's let's tell the Lord how much we love him. Let's let him know how much we appreciate him.
No one can express your gratitude unto the Lord but you. I could say thank you, Lord, on your behalf. You know, but I, I want you to really uh, uh, give some thought to that. It's more impactful. It is more meaningful when someone comes to you directly and says, thank you. Thank you for uh, what you've given me. Thank you for what you've done. Or, you know, or I just appreciate you uh, for who you are, for being a good friend. You know, and, and in friendship, we know that friends sometimes clash. Uh, but that's what makes it friendship. Because you also get over it. You you forgive and and you move on and, you know, and that's what creates the relationship. You're, you're tolerable, you, you, you tolerate different things. And, and so I just love the Lord because he's tolerated us, you know. He's tolerated us, yes, come on, just be real about it. Uh, you know, we haven't been consistent all of our lives or anything, the Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Again, um, I want to thank you for joining the online service. If you've been, if you're looking for a church home, growth and ministry, I want to invite you to join us, grow with us, and be blessed with us. And the Lord has uh, has inspired uh, the writing of a book. It is called The Watchman. If you go to Amazon, uh, you'll find The Watchman, Lions, and Barbed Wire. Uh, this book is. Uh, written uh, with life experience. It is not a book full of references of theologians and uh, what and commentaries, but it is about life experience and how the word of God has helped uh, survive. Survive, yeah, we are survivalists. We, we're surviving what we're dealing with. We're surviving. The Bible says that, uh, that our, our enemy, that Satan is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And so we are surviving by the grace of God. salvation means that, that we've been that we've been delivered, that we've had help, that someone has pulled us out, uh, you know, and, and made a way when the enemy would have attacked us, destroyed us, that we were in a detrimental place. 
And so this particular book, The Watchman's Lion and Bob Wire is inspired. It will help you with your spiritual life as well as daily living. It's an easy read. And so I want to encourage you to visit Amazon and pick up a copy. It's not uh, priced like others. Um, and so it's priced minimal uh, so that you can have it accessible so that you can get it for as, for as low as a cup of coffee, you know, in some places. If you go to Starbucks, you go, you go spend, you know, for a couple of cups, you're going you're gonna to pay the price more than what the book is. And so I um, want to encourage you to go there and thank you in advance for your support because it helps the ministry. We were looking for a way to help expand the ministry, uh, to help uh, for our building. And so this will certainly help us you know, and help you because the Lord is going to bless you uh, for your participation and for your support. I want to direct your attention to the book of Mark. Mark, the fifth chapter. I've been enjoying Mark, and I hope you're enjoying the gospel of Mark as well, as the Lord gives us insight and the message is relevant to where, where they were then, and it is relevant to where we are today. Now, the Bible, and I'm beginning at the eighth verse, it says, for he said unto him, come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. Uh, there was a man that had an unclean spirit. And we, you might think immediately of an unclean spirit as someone that you pass by going into the grocery store, into the food mart, or, you know, at the gas station asking to clean your windows. Uh, you might think of them, but I, I want you to think about uh, those that are wearing uh, a business suit. I want you to think about those that are also uh, wearing dresses and, you know, and have on some fine jewelry and, and those different things. Uh, the Bible said that the Lord met this man and said, and, and said, come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, what is thy name? And he answered saying, my name is Legion. For we are many. And as he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. Now there was, uh, there was there nigh unto the mountains a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, send us into the swine that we may uh, enter into them. Uh, let us go over and get into the, uh, the, into the swine uh, that we see over there. And Jesus, and forthwith Jesus gave them leave. And the unclean spirit went out and entered into the swine and the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea. There were about 2000 of them and were choked in the sea. And they that fed the swine told it to the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that was done. And they came to Jesus and seeing him that was possessed with the devil. Seeing him that was possessed. The man was possessed with the devil. The people saw that he was possessed with a devil. Jesus identified that there was many spirits within this individual. Possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed in his right mind. And they were afraid. And they that saw it told him how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil. And also concerning the swine. And they began to pray him. They begin to ask him to depart out of their coast. Get out of here. We don't want to have nothing to do with you. 
Maybe you have seen that yourself at some time where where people will say, don't don't come to me about that Jesus stuff. You know, one time we were out pounding the pavement and uh, witnessing and inviting people to service. And there was a man that that uh, he yelled at me. And it wasn't the first time where someone had yelled and and, and used even swore, uh, you know, and I, I knew they were not. It was nothing personal against me, but it was what I was representing and what they did not want to be bothered with. I, I hadn't even made a, a true approach. It was just that I was near their presence and and asked. And they began to ask him to depart out of their coast. And when he was come into the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil, prayed him that he might be with him. Can I go with you? Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord have done with thee and have had compassion on thee. And he departed and began to publish in uh, and, and how great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. All the people wondered as he went through the capitalists and let people know that this is what the Lord has done. And, and they could see what God had done as well. As a subject, I want to take this thought. Everyone won't get it. And that's all right. As long as you do. Everyone is not going to understand that you were delivered. But that's okay. As long as you do. The man had become an outcast. He was lost, lost everything. Part of his mind, his sociability, his sensibility, money gone, pride shattered. Uh, the Bible tells us that, that the man was in the tombs. He was in the graveyard and uh, walking around naked. And late at night, the people would hear him calling out, yelling and hollering and screaming and cutting himself with rocks. That's that's a shattered life. You know, I remember working and going into the Hollywood Hills and we would go into the apartment buildings uh, to look at to, to clear them out uh, because of health hazard and safety, you know, violations and different things, you know, and there would be teenagers. Teenagers sitting in there carving themselves with glass and with metal and, and objects and different things, tattooing themselves, which represents the pain that they were in, because that is not a normal thing for us to do. But when you are in pain, you do some things. When you're in pain, you know, that great depression that comes upon you where where people have wished and wanted to die. Some have even committed suicide because of the, the life that has been shattered and because of the oppression and depression of spirits that have overtaken them through various means. People that have been raped by the one that they thought was going to protect them. Maybe it was a relative uh, brought them into a place of such disparity that they did not survive the shattering. And before they were able or receive the help, trying to comprehend and understand, they may have turned to alcohol. They may have turned to drugs. They may have turned to uh, prostitution. Uh, they may have because of the pain and suffering and you'll never know 
what they are dealing with unless you have been there. It messes them up emotionally, financially, mentally shipwrecked. I wonder if there's, there's somebody that know what I'm talking about today. Now, maybe you've been there or maybe you know someone that, that's like that even in this moment. Maybe it was you. Uh, aside uh, 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 your family and friends that don't know you know, there are some things that we really don't want people to know about. There are some things that we want to stay remain hidden because of the embarrassment of what others might think or the painfulness of it. We, we don't want to bring it up and that's fine. I, I completely understand that and I'm with you. Everyone won't get it and that's all right as long as you do the bible says for he said unto him jesus said to uh, the the spirit come out thou unclean spirit during the course of our encounters in life we encounter unclean spirits now we might have started off having a good time you know we're gonna sit down and we're gonna we're gonna have a drink we're gonna sit down we're gonna get lit you know we're gonna hit this you know and, and how many times have people it, it became a one hitter you know and next and they were messed up afterwards never to be the same i remember in my teen years i'll never forget this and i've shared it with others and i'll share it again that you know, we were we were teens and we were standing around and across the street from the house and we was uh, smoking weed. And, you know, however, the weed was laced with angel dust because the older some of the other kids, the older kids thought it was going to be funny. Well, that that messed some folks up. And at that moment, they nobody, everybody kind of got scared because uh, because it put a life on the line. You don't know what a person or how something comes about on a person. Jesus said, come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. Now, when Jesus speaks is greater than, and some of you may remember this, uh, E.F. Hutton. There was a E.F. Hutton commercial years ago, uh, and it said, when E.F. Hutton speaks. Now, uh, there was everyone listens. Yes. E.F. Hutton was a financial advisor. And so uh, there was a gentleman in the restaurant and and he was having lunch with someone and they and as they begin to talk and he said, uh, the waiter was there pouring water and, and you, they, they pulled back the camera and you can see uh, everyone um, involved in handling business and, and eating and talking. And so when this gentleman said, my financial advisor is E.F. Hutton, the restaurant became quiet. People stopped walking, people stopped eating because what he was about to say about E.F. Hutton everyone wanted to know i found out people listen more to the e.f huttons of today than uh, they believe uh, yes uh, we should be listening to the lord you know we should be finally tuned in to what he has to say uh, but we are following the e.f huttons uh, they call them influencers today right uh, influencers we follow the E.F. Huttons um, because they we believe in them and we imagine listening to what they have to say. But let, let me tell you what Habakkuk said about that. Uh, it said, what profit the graven image that the maker thereof have graven it? So you've taken some wood and in this facility that we're using um, to present the word of God today, there's some ceramic items and there's some things made out of wood and metal uh, that are for molten images. 
and a teacher of lies that the maker of his work trusted therein to make dumb idols. And people believe in dumb idols, especially in, in, in this day and time. These dumb idols are now presented, uh, you know, through various means. The platform of sharing things is, has expanded way beyond uh, the imagination of many 20, 30, 40 years ago. Woe unto him that saith to the wood, awake thou dumb stone, arise, and it shall teach you. So you take trust in that, the very thing that you just, you went to the store and bought it. You sat down and programmed it. You downloaded it from the app store and you're putting your trust and confidence in the information that it presents more than the word of God. Woe unto him that saith to the wood, awake, you, you dumb stone. Arise is going to teach. And behold, it is laid over with gold. It looks very good. And but there's no breath in it. It can't breathe or, or anything. It has no logic. Remember, and, and, and I'm a I'm a dynamic programmer. I'm a data engineer. And so I use logic to make things reply to what people are asking it in the area of my expertise. And so does many others in the programming of software. It doesn't have a breath. It doesn't have a thought. It has what has been programmed in it based upon the question. You've learned and seen this already because when you go to what we call Master Google and you're looking for something, you're search using a search engine, you figured out after a while that you have to use certain phrases that you have to ask a certain way in order for it to present what you're looking for. That, that is a logic uh, algorithm that is behind that. And, and so uh, people are uh, looking at these things even today rather than going to the one that put breath in the body, the one that connected the flesh and the impulses that you have right now that you're using to function with to ask him about your situation or to ask him to bring you into a complete fullness of where you would like to be to ask him to help you be the person that he calls, allowed, brought into existence to be. Now, the Bible tells us that the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silent before him. Uh, don't, don't disrupt God and what he's saying to pick up a text message. Don't disrupt God and what he is saying to answer the phone. Don't disrupt what God is saying or to allow anyone to distract you. Matter of fact, everyone in the entire house should sit down and listen. I don't want to hear that. It doesn't matter. Sit down and listen. The very thing that goes into our spirit comes up again later. But the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silent before him. Babies, adolescents, teenagers, adults. You'll tell your boyfriend, your girlfriend, or your, your, your spouse, or your husband or wife to sit down, baby, sit down and watch this with me. Well, you, you can also use that same influence to tell them to sit down and listen to the gospel with you as well you know whatever influence that you use for that use it for this too now we do not truly know if he was one of those mentioned in the above text meaning that uh that he 
uh, was an idol worshiper or anything else, or if he was addicted to, uh, you know, but something transpired. Something happened. Something, something deceptive. Maybe it was a deceptive form of worship. Instead of worshiping in the in in beauty and holiness, instead of worshiping the Lord in truth, uh, he found himself in a in some place where it was deceptive. Uh, maybe he partook in uh, some form of sorcery through self-willingness, self-indulgent, or, or, or forced, uh, but something happened to this individual. Uh, people are so caught up in self and, and that they're physical that they, uh, they lean in, and begin to explore in different areas. They explore physically. I had a friend that was uh, that he's a musician and, and he was he was breaking into the field of music and and he's traveled the world and he was saying telling me about parties and different associate associating events that he had to go to and that his agent told him he said if you are approached you know and asked to do something physically let them just be polite and say I'm not into that there are situations that people are find themselves in that either they take a stand for what is right or they yield because they feel it would benefit them physically, emotionally, mentally, and they wind up abused. This has become widely accepted. 30 years ago, or, 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 you know, I was watching the, uh, a commercial and, uh, and 30 year olds are getting Botox. I, 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 that just blows my mind. That you're in your 30s, you're in, in what we consider being your prime and you're getting Botox because you lifted your eyebrows and saw a few wrinkles on your forehead. Well, stop lifting your eyebrows. You saw a few lines. And so you're going to go get Botox. Really? Botox does uh, does not supersede loving yourself. Love yourself. That'll remove some wrinkles. Have some joy in your lifestyle. I, I love being around people that are happy, that are joyous, that you can laugh with. You know, we, we have a lot of laughs. We And, and just like you guys, you, you group text and stuff, and we group text my sons and daughters and stuff and and they, they will just have you cracking up even when they attack me you know in the group text it's a joyous thing to laugh because laughter the bible tells us that laughter is like a medicine yeah you don't need that other stuff that you need the joy and joy provides strength you need some joy Instead of trying to impress everybody with with uh, uh, with Ken doll skin, with Barbie skin, and so why get something and be uh, superficial or, or, or artificial? You need what's real. What about your soul? You're concerned about the outer appearance, but our outer appearance is dictated by what's on the inside. What about your soul? What about your soul? Are you only concerned about the wrinkles on your forehead, a few lines on your face, and, but nothing about the spots and wrinkles of the soul? What about the washing? The Bible said that, that, that we need the washing of the word, uh, which is more than uh, an injection. Ephesians 5 and 27 said that he might present to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. We want to be holy and without blemish. And he answered him, what is thy name? Ninth verse. And he 
said, my name is Legion, for we are many. Jesus is facing a man and talking to the spirits within the body of the man. What is thy name? Legion, meaning a mass, a crowd. Uh, many, like a band of spirits, are within this man. Before you deal with a situation, before you deal with people, I, I, I advise and tell uh, newborns um, that besides you, you know, I, I've met some folks that they knew people that were backslidden and had stopped coming to church and they're trying to encourage them to come. And I, I'm telling them, well, you're new yourself. Right now, you don't really know the spirit of that person and what you're dealing with. Before you deal with the situation, you need to know who and what you are dealing with. It doesn't matter who, uh, if you're if you're speaking to your husband, if you're speaking to your wife, if you're speaking to your child, a co-worker, another church member, know who and what you're dealing with. It's important to understand that. Now, prayer is keeps us finely tuned with truth and dealing with spiritual issues. It's important that we pray. The Bible said man should always pray. We need to be in tune with the issues. We need to be in tune. I, I didn't say money. Dumb, dumb. I, we're not talking about money. We're not talking about who you know. We're talking about praying unto God. Galatians 5 and 16 said, this I say then, walk in the spirit. The, in order to walk in the spirit, you have to learn. So in order to learn how to walk in the spirit, you know, as a child, those of you that have children, uh, that child didn't come out the womb walking. That child watched you. And it's miraculous how these bodies are made and we're able to walk on two legs with, with a mass on top of it. Some mass more than others. I'm working on it. But listen, that child watches you and then you take that child and he's that little child, remember that little child was holding onto your little fingers and, and, and you're just have it standing there and it's standing there wobbling. Yeah, that's how we are in the spirit. We, we're, we're, we're holding on to the word of God and we're just kind of standing there wobbling, uh, holding on, getting our balance. And then and then we just kind of help the child take a step, you know, and we applaud them and, and look at them and we build that encouragement up in them. And, and, you know, and all the time they're still holding on to our fingers and, you know, and, and we encourage Well, in order to walk in the spirit, it's the same thing. You're not going to just get up and just start walking and running and doing. No, no, we're going a step at a time. A step at a time. And in that each step, you're learning how not to fulfill the inadequate, how not to fulfill the things that would cause you to fall out of balance, how not to fulfill those things that will cause you to trip and fall how you're learning how not to do those things, how to keep that balance. You know, sometimes when, when the child is trying to walk on his own, and, you know, and no one is around, you know, and when they take that step and, and they kind of feel that they're getting ready to fall and they, they grab, reach out and grab the table. Yeah, we reach out and grab the word of God. We reach out and grab hope to uh, for that moment where it felt like I was about to, I love the Lord. He said where he said, though, a righteous man may stumble and fall seven times. The Lord will pick him back up. Now, listen. Walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. I did not say be spooky. Now, I'm not saying that because it's October. Don't be mysterious. Ooh, I'm mysterious and, you know, and God is using me. No. We're not talking about hocus pocus. 
We're not talking about being so spiritually minded that you can't help nobody. You can't have compassion. You can't reason with the individual. You can't empathize. You're not sympathize. You just don't know how they feel because you are so spiritually minded that you are no earthly good. Some folks are spooky. I'm just, I'm just going to be real. Well, I'm, I'm going to be real all the time, but I'm, I just like saying that. I'm going to be real. Some folks are spooky, always flinching, as if they are quickened by the spirit of God. You're sitting in an audience of 100 people and you, and you only see one person uh, flickering and quenching and all that something. And it raises a giant question mark in my mind. Uttering, having utterance, nobody else. Everybody's sitting there being attentive and listening to the service. And 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 you know when you're when you're sitting at a table and the food is good and you're eating, you can't talk at the same time. You you, you chowing down. But then you may have those that that all of a sudden start uttering in in, in some unknown language. It's supposed to be edifying in whatever is said. And, but no one else is moved. Everybody else is eating and enjoying. The, listen, that is questionable in a conversation for another time. Walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Somewhere, somewhere this man met some spooky people. Mysterious, full of hocus pocus and stuff, and it overtook his will where the, you know, where the mind goes, the, the body is going to follow. None of those spooky, mysterious, hocus pocus people stayed with him. None of them were in the graveyard. None of them was incarcerated with him. Uh, he was incarcerated within himself. He was trapped. He's in a body, a container, and within that container, our bodies, is other spirits with him. Now that, that's something that, that ministers, we, we'll have to sit down and, and talk about. We'll have to sit down and really look at that because there are several different things that are identified and time is not gonna permit, and I don't wanna go off into another area. But this man was trapped within himself, displaced from his family, friends, and society. The Bible says, and it came to pass, Luke 8. It said, it came to pass that, that he went throughout the city and villages, preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God and, and the twelve with him uh, and a certain woman which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils. So this man was not the only one, neither is Mary. And in 2022, there are more folks. There are people that are possessed. There are people that are that spears, they're trapped in themselves and they might be smiling in your face. They might be CEOs. CIOs and CFOs and uh, other O's and but trapped within themselves working right next to you leaving work feeling depressed leaving work feeling a certain way by the time they get home feeling overwhelmed mighty God but God is the deliverer He's able to, just like he delivered this man from uh, the multiple spirits that he had, and just like he delivered Mary from the multiple spirits that she had. This is why it's important that we share the gospel with others. This is why it's important that we that we tell them to come on, uh, take somebody by the hand and, and don't be afraid, but, but sit down and listen to the word of God. Wherewith? Psalms 19, 119. Shall a young man cleanse his ways by taking heed to the word? And take heed to the word of God. That's, that's what cleans us up. 
But you got to get the word of God in order to apply it. When my whole heart have I sought thee. O Lord, let not wonder from I'm, I'm not going to wonder from your commandments. Thy word have I hid in my heart. That I don't sin against you. He goes on to bless the Lord. And he asked the Lord to teach him his statutes. That's why I love taking the time to teach the word. So that we have all, so all of us, all of us, all of us have a good understanding. He said, with my lips, have I declared all thy judgments of thy, my, thy mouth? I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate on thy precepts, thy teachings, thy commandments, thy principles. And I'm going to have respect unto what you have to say. Lord, we're having respect to what you have to say. We're not going to forget your word, but we're going to respect it. Jesus delivered this man. And I, I'm, I'm coming to a close with this, but but Brother Matthew said uh, that Jesus, that these spirits asked, Jesus, did you come to torment us before our time? The spirits of this world know and understand that there is a time. Just like your food has an expiration date, your body has an expiration date. This indicates a particular knowledge that has been revealed in the writing of the gospel that time runs out. These spirits knew that the time was coming and they asked them, have you come to torment us before our time? I want you to think about that. You came to torment us before our time. Listen to the knowledge that they have. They knew that when he showed up, it meant trouble. If you show up someplace and you, you claim that, that God is with you, it ought to make some folks uncomfortable sometime. Not, not all the time, but it will, it will wreck some things. It's going to disturb some things. And then there are other times that you show up and there's peace. And they notice that there's a certain peace. They notice there's a certain joy. They notice that something is different about you compared to everyone else that I'm looking at. Uh, we, we'll let God control that environment. Holy Ghost, thank you, Jesus. Uh, that's not something that we walking around trying to make happen. No, no, no. Uh, that's God. Uh, he controls that. And we want him to be in complete control of that. Yes, we want him to, to, to orchestrate that, not us. No, no. we want God to, to handle that because he, he knows what other people need. We do not know what they need only based upon what we have experienced and the deliverance that we, that we have obtained, that we know that he's a deliverer and we can share that. But God knows. The Bible says some is drawn out the fire by fear. And there are those that are drawn out the fire by love. So he knows what method to use, just like he knew what method to use for each of us. He, he used some fear on me. I, I, yeah, he used some fear on me. If you, you uh, And I testify about it in the book, you know, uh, of what God has did. He used some fear on me. And there was nothing more frightening than in the fear of the Lord that they came that evening. And then that fear turned into love. That's why I, I, I love you, Lord. I love you. That's why I don't mind telling him. And I, and I love what he did. I, I, I understood what he was doing in that moment. I understood. Ignorance is nothing to be ashamed of. You know, we understand and and I'm coming to a close on this, but I just want you to understand this also. Understanding will cause you to be afraid. And a lack of understanding will cause you to fear too. Ignorance is nothing to be ashamed about. 
Not seeking an understanding is. When you don't know something and you don't ask, you don't seek for an understanding, even in our natural lives, you know, that's something to be ashamed about. Because information is available. We live in what we call information, technology, time. There's so much that's available to us. Jesus suffered the man in, to be free. Told him to go home to his friends, go back. Let people know what God has done. Testify of what has occurred. Bless you, Lord Jesus. Let them know. Let them know. And the man went back and he told and uh, he told others. And the Bible says, and all men did marvel. Everyone didn't get it. They didn't get it. Maybe they thought they did, but they didn't get it. But that's all right. As long as you got it. That's what matters. As long as you know that you were, I was bound. I was not happy where I was. I knew that I had been overtaken by some, uh, some spirits that was not normal for a person to have. Those spirits. Uh-huh. Those spirits. And I don't want to start naming those spirits, but those spirits that you are aware of that overtook you. And deep down within your soul, you was crying out, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be with this person that's that 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 have that that I'm in this room with. I don't want to be ingesting the very thing that I'm ingesting to make me feel good for the moment. I don't want to uh, to be thinking the way that I do. I don't want to act the way I do. I am not happy with none of that. Because I know that there's more of my life that God has for me. I want to be delivered. The Bible said the man, when he saw Jesus, he went out and worshiped him. I think we can start right there. I think that's a good place to start for all of us. Even if you claim that, even if you deliver, I think that's a good place for us to start right there. Every day that we worship the Lord. Worship in the beauty of holiness. The Bible said that he's seeking such that worship in spirit and in truth. Everyone won't get it. That's all right. As long as you do. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Lord God, for the, the exhortation, Lord God, and, and we pray and ask that you would continue to bless us, Lord, as we go forth throughout this day to minister your word. Lord God, as we come to, uh, as we leave this service and Lord God, and we go into our, our afternoon service at 3.30 for the, the leadership conference and the ordination of ministers, Lord God, that will continue to carry forth your word. Pray and ask that you will bless every services that are starting right now, those that are preparing for service, Lord God, and ask that you would bless those that have been, that have joined into this service, Lord God, and those that will be listening later, ask that you would bless them in the name of Jesus. You know the need of every individual, Lord God, and, and we appreciate the fact that you're, that you are attentive to us. You understand us, Lord. You get us. And we appreciate you for that. You don't condone what's not right. You don't condone that which is unholy. But you're willing to deliver us from it. And we appreciate you, Lord. I appreciate you for the deliverance that you brought in my life. Lord God, and, and as we unify, as we, uh, as one people right now, we're saying thank you for the clarity. We're saying thank you, Lord God, for the freedom that you have given us to, to know you and to worship you. Lord God, and the deliverance that you have brought to each one of us. Lord God, we know that everyone won't get it won't understand 
fully where some of us have come from. Thank you, Jesus. Everyone won't because they, but Lord God, you do and you have. And we thank you, Lord. We just want to bless your Savior. Ask that you will strengthen your ministers, Lord God. Lord God, and as they go forth to, to minister your word to others, pray for their boldness in Jesus' name. Lord God, we'll continue to give your name the praise and to give you glory to lift you up. Amen. Again, want to thank you for, for, for being with us this morning and want to encourage you to again to visit Amazon to help support the ministry. Uh, the book, uh, you'll see it on our Instagram, um, Facebook, TikTok, you know, and other social media platforms, as well as Twitter and, you know, and so, and even the links that are on the broadcast that will be posted later. Continue to pray for us as we uh, lift up the name of Jesus, as we have laid our hands to the gospel plow, and we look forward to growing with you as we grow in Christ. God bless you.